And we are super psyched to welcome our newest sponsor, Thunder Road Guitars. Thunder Road Guitars is the Pacific Northwest best source for premium, new, used, and vintage guitars, amplifiers, and pedals. Online or in their Seattle, that's West Seattle, or Portland stores. You'll find fantastic customer service and a terrific vibe. I know because I'm in there a lot. Grab a cup of coffee, swing on in, don't spill your coffee, and check it all out. And now if you use code TOURSTORIES10, you can get 10% off at thunderroadguitars.com. Yes, that's me playing guitar. Hello, big news from our friends over at DistroKid. They now have an app. This app works on iOS and Android, of course, and it's available in the Apple Store and Google Play Stores and all the stores where you buy apps. Go check it out. It's got a lot of cool features. You can upload new releases. You can get notified when you've earned royalties. Awesome. You can withdraw from the app via push notifications. A little dangerous for me, but rad. Anyways, go check it out. It's all at distrokid.com app. And don't forget, you can still get 30% off your DistroKid account by going to distrokid.com VIP slash tour stories. Have a great one. We continue to celebrate our friends and partners over at Isotope, and we got some big news for you. The gold standard of audio repair, RX11, is coming in May. In the meantime, you can buy RX10 now on sale and get RX11 absolutely free when it's released. Tour Story listeners get 10% off by using code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. All at isotope.com. That's I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com. Hello, Tour Story listeners. Thank you for your continued support, and welcome to Season 4. I'd like to take a second to thank our friends and sponsors over at Isotope. Here at Ruinous, Chris and I rely heavily on easy-to-use tools like RX and Ozone for all of our audio repair, mixing, and mastering. Now, Tour Story listeners can get 10% off Isotope plugins or try Music Production Suite Pro for free for 30 days using code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. To get your discount and check out all of their easy-to-use products, go to isotope.com slash ruinous. That's I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com slash ruinous. And use code FRET10. And thank you for listening. Hello. Hey, Nate. It's Joe Plummer. Joe. Hello, my friend. Hey, Ben. How you doing? I'm all right. All good. Uh, nothing. I'm sorry I've been bothering you so much. I was hoping to get a tour story from you, if that's still cool. You mentioned uh, that you were interested. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I knew this call was going to come. A tour, a tour story? That's yeah. going to be a bit of a tall order over here. I'm not, you know... Do you, you know Dave's book? What his, Dave, his book was called? Do you remember that? Uh, shoot, the story, no. the storyteller. Like I'm, oh. kind of the, I'm sort of the, it's kind of whatever the opposite of that is. So oh. it might, not, it, might, it might not go over so well. Uh, yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, dude. I don't know. Uh, it might not be the kind of thing for me. All right. Well, um, are you sure you're not annoyed with me or anything? Are you? Well, I mean, 
I, I think we did talk about this before, and it was, it was pretty. Okay. It would be pretty hard to to construe what I had said as a as a, a yes or any interest in it at all. But um, I appreciate your tenacity. I respect it. But yeah, okay. I think we're I think we're done. Maybe we should probably stop talking about it. Okay, I guess I'm get your drift. Uh, sorry if I bugged you at all. It's it's okay, but we're clear. We we we're we're, we're good, right? We're, we're yeah, done with yeah, this. yeah, we're fine. Nate Mendel is the bass player for the Foo Fighters, a good friend of mine, and has a long history steeped in punk rock. In this episode, Nate shares four experiences that have one thing in common, nudity, including a demonstration of the power of positivity by the great Taylor Hawkins. From Ruinous Media, this is Tour Stories. Hi, my name is Nate Mendel. I'm a bass player. I've been playing in bands for a really long time, uh, primarily with the Foo Fighters for the last couple of decades. And I thought I would, rather than telling one story, I would uh, tell a compendium of stories on a theme, and that theme is uh, nudity. So let's start way back in uh, probably 1990 with a punk rock band I was in called uh, Christ on a Crutch. Politics were a big part of being in a punk rock band at that time. I guess it still is. So you go on tour and you'd be playing squats and there's there's like politics is kind of infused in everything that was happening. So we did a tour down the West Coast with a band called uh, Subvert from Tacoma. We were living in Seattle at the time. And uh, I guess it's sort of like a, a, a field trip uh, with all the guys in our, in our band. And I think Subvert went to, we went to an anarchist festival we were staying at a squat and I, I think the people in the squat were, were participating in this. And so it was, uh, um, ma- maybe not mandatory, but, uh, you know, it was the thing to do on that afternoon. So we're going to the anarchist festival and, uh, you know, prepared to learn about what anarchy is and, and how we can participate in this movement. And it's basically an open room full of, uh, various stalls where people are, are um, giving out pamphlets and things like that. So we're just kind of wandering around this room. Um, you know, there's probably falafel being sold here and there. And uh, at some point in time, and it's a very sort of staid affair. There's not a lot of anarchistic activity happening, <laughs> put it that way. It's sober. And uh, it's like a Sunday afternoon in the middle of San Francisco. And <laughs> suddenly this guy kind of looks like a hippie, although you couldn't really tell. The indicator that he was a hippie, I guess, was his long hair because he wasn't wearing any clothes. Dude, nude guy, naked guy, just walks in the room. And uh, (laughs) immediately, some of the really uh, sincere organizers of the the Anarchy Festival uh, start to escort him out of the room because this is inappropriate behavior. And the thing... (laughs) that was so charming about it is he gets, he gets pissed and he starts yelling, you guys are fake anarchists. You're fake anarchists. As he's, uh, as he's being, his naked ass is being dragged out of the event.
another nudity story with the same band. Uh, we had a guitar player named uh, Jerry. He was hilarious and still one of the funniest people I know and, and one of the funniest people I've ever met. And we were playing at this place called the Party Hall uh, in Seattle around the same time period. And Jerry got in his head. I don't even know where it came from, but he got in his head that he was going to play naked at the beginning of the show. And we would play for like, I don't know, 45 minutes or something like that. And it was a spot. You could tell it was a spontaneous decision. Uh, he's like, I'm going to have fun. I'm just going to take my clothes off and rock, you know, play my guitar nude. And you could tell within like 20 seconds, he, he just, just miserably re- regretted his decision, but gamely like played the entire set naked. So good on him for that. We all have awkward moments and we've got to find our way through them. Recently, and this is a, a Foo Fighters story, uh, probably had to have been here, but we were in Germany. It was it was me and our singer Dave and our, our tour manager Gus, and it's like an early morning, and we're on a flight, I think, to go do some promo somewhere out of a city in Germany, and everyone's just tired, and we're in this van, and I was driving down the road. All of a sudden, Gus just starts yelling, naked guy, naked guy, naked guy, and sure enough, on the side of the road, there's just standing up, there's just this nude German guy on the side of the freeway. Uh, that alone is not interesting, but I, I just loved Gus's response. That's how he's going to learn us. Naked guy, naked guy. Like he was in the military and it was like some sort of threat. I love my bandmate, Taylor Hawkins. Uh, he's a... Uh, he, He's, he's dedicated to his craft in, in so many ways and very loyal. And we were having a, well, we were, looked like we were about to have a rough show uh, playing a big festival over in Europe and, and Dave's voice was pretty, pretty scratchy. So it was going to be, you know, we needed to, to find some sort of inspiration for making it a good show because it was going to be a long, probably a long three hours. It was going to be really tough on Dave and Taylor was going to have to be backing him up as much as he could. So <laughs> he, he sacrificed his body for the show. He goes, Hey, hey, what do you guys give me if I uh, if I streak across the stage? Like thousand dollars. Thinking, of course, he's not going to do it. Pants off, bam, runs out, doesn't run across the stage, just goes to the front of the stage, bare ass naked, throws his hands up, kind of does a little looking around, and then runs back, puts his pants on, and we do the show. And sure enough, totally worked. It was genius on his part. It was like kind of gave everybody a boost. We were la- like laughing and having fun, and it made uh, what would have been a tricky show a lot less tricky. All right, that's, uh, that's a brief history of my experiences with uh, nudity in my rock and roll career. Thanks to Nate for the stories, and thanks to you for listening. And don't forget about our companion podcast, The Check-In, all at ruinousmedia.com slash tour stories.
Cow.